for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. And Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture PlayStation podcast with a 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years and that game's meaning bummed. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future future conversations with us, you can. Check out our socials. I think we may or may not have our Facebook back. No? Not yet. Discord, Discord's the way to hit us up there, or Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. Instagram we still have. Oh, uh, we still have an Instagram. Yeah, we still have Instagram. I, I, yeah. I actually don't know. I don't know. I, don't know I just post the, the thumbnail. Me. I don't put a lot of thought into there, but... Um... Uh, okay. Yeah. Instagram is maybe we'll start a TikTok. Oh, no, I don't have time for that. But if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash the pop cultures where you can watch us record this show live. We can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support Snapchat. the show, you can by telling, <laughs> telling friends, <laughs> telling your family about this PlayStation pod. <laughs> Actually, that's probably the best way our, our shit can be presumed in five seconds and then deleted forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you guys on podcast, have to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise store, uh, popcultural.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's going on? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Yeah, yeah. Riveting, yeah. riveting start to the show, everyone. Riveting start. Riveting. I'm, fu- I'm fucking rooted. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is about today. Like <laughs> I am just fucked. Like I've spent the entire day just brain melted, fucked. Um, like so, last night I took my son to a wrestling show in Backers Marsh. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a, a company called Mayhem Pro, uh, and they had uh, Tommy Hellfire, who most people may know as the wrestler from Married at First Sight, at First Sight, uh, from Maths. As you know, those all those people know. So they had they had a match against JXT, the J Stick, and uh, it was, I yeah, James had a blast. It was awesome. It was really good. But like we got home at a reasonable time, you know, and it wasn't like three hours away like the other show that we went to. And it was nice. It was good. He and I hung out today. Did a whole bunch of nothing. Smashed more Hello Neighbor because he's fucking in love with that game still. Like we finished it. I'm like, why are you still playing it? And he was like, I'm like playing it and. Speed runs. He, he does now. He speed run. He he. Today he was like, I want. I wanted to act two all by my all by myself, just because I can. And I'm like, okay. And he did it all by himself, and he was so proud. And I'm like, oh man, that's nice. That's cool. Other than that, yeah, no, just, just not doing a whole lot. But how, <clears throat> how's the how's the thing? How, how's the world with you? Yeah, not too bad. So yeah. we got our <clears throat> we got invoiced. Our our stage one of our house builders complete. So Woo. I now have to I now have to fork out forty grand. Oh, brutal. <laughs> which is fine i mean i've got it sitting there like it's fine oh. we've allowed for this <laughs> it's good good because i was going to say there's a lot of only fans coming up uh so that's exciting that things are finally starting to progress mm-hmm. so um slabs down our whole frames up now so I, I guess that's the hard part done maybe uh, i don't know this is the part where building the house <clears throat> is exciting because everything happens really quickly because it's the frame it's the brick it's everything but and then because then, then they start doing all the internals 
and that's what mm. takes the longest and because you can't see it happening from the outside it feels like it takes forever like yeah ever <clears throat> other than that um it's been a pretty quiet week i've uh as as most of you who listen will know i work night shifts and i've, I've tried this really weird thing where i go to sleep before i go to work this week and it's fucked me so I, not only have i not played much this week because i've been sleeping it's also ruined my sleeping schedule for like the morning before i have to get up and do dad duty when when my wife goes to work so i'm instead of sleeping for four to five hours in the morning I'm sleeping for two and a half hours at night and then two and a half hours in the morning. So I'm not getting any extra sleep. I'm just breaking that one chunk of sleep up into two smaller chunks. Because before we started and recording, I said to him, like, hey, isn't that apparently like a really good way to get sleep? You like you have it in small chunks. You're like, I have a sleep for a little bit here. And then you do some stuff and you have a sleep. A little, like the whole big block window sleep is really not a good idea. Mm. Turns out. But I mean, it is, but you have to do it more often. And like on a proper schedule. Yeah. Not just snoozing I, before which... you go to work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's it's been it's been a really weird week for me. Because I've I've I felt like I've just slept but haven't slept at all. Yeah, it'd be it'd be it would be really, really weird. Like so I had mm. I had some days off last week and it was one of those things where I had like yeah, some was it last week? I don't remember when it was, but it was kind of nice because I felt like I'd slept more, but I didn't. I just the fact I didn't have to do anything, like just sort of nicely recharged it. But mm. yeah, it's the same thing. Like I, <clears throat> I just kind of sometimes I feel like my nights just go, and I'm like, what the fuck did I do with my evening? And like I, I should have this time to do something, but it just disappeared. Like, I, who knows? So like, <clears throat> even when I do actually try to sit down and like play a game, it's just not happening. It does happen. I have been playing a little bit this week, and so have you, but not a whole lot. But uh, there is a game that I have been playing that I can't talk about yet, but uh, when this episode goes live on the YouTubes and on the Facebooks, nope, not Facebooks, YouTubes and the podcast services, keep an eye out uh, for this evening. <clears throat> Something will be going up. Not here, somewhere else, but it is happening. Um, that's, what I, that's one of the things I've been playing. The other thing that uh, went live last week for those that have the PlayStation Plus Extra and above is Stray. It's the kitty cat game from Annapurna. A post-apocalyptic kitty. Have you been playing post-apocalyptic kitty? Uh, yeah, I have played a little bit of it. <clears throat> and it's not doing it for me. Oh, shit. Why not? The game, the game looks great. Like It does look fan- absolutely fantastic, but it's just... Sorry, empty. So I'll lay, I'll lay down the premise. So the premise is <laughs> yeah, you're, a little, you're a little kitty cat, a little, little ginger kitty, and you're like wandering around with all your kitty pals. You start the game, you get to like walk up and go, what's up, kitty? Meow. And then you rub your face on them. They're like, hey, man. And they give you little, like little, kitty, little kitty kisses. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, and then you kind of start wandering and you just fall down a hole. And then they're like, oh, fuck. And you're like, fuck, save me. I'm a kitty and I'm falling. Like, I've got nine lives. But this could be really bad for me. And then you land in what looks to be some, like, a, a domed off underground city that's, like, desolate and fucked and it's all run down. And there's little creatures called Zerks everywhere chasing you, trying to suck your kitty blood. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, and then you discover the robots. Which, you know, these this is everything that you see within the trailers. I'm not going to go into too much more detail because it is kind of... Like, there, it is quite a, like, a pretty hit, like, pretty on-the-nose story running through it. And, um... <clears throat> so I'm just not going to, like, touch on too much. But, yeah. Uh, what, like, what do you mean by it's empty? Because it's supposed to be empty. That's the point. 
So, <clears throat> because obviously it's devoid of, there's no combat or anything like that. <coughs> I find that it, it's it's essentially at its core an exploring game, mm-hmm. but there. Obviously, I'm not that far through, so maybe it kicks into gear in the back end. But I, I feel that like there's no puzzles or too overly interactivity where I'm at at the moment, and I was literally falling asleep playing it. Mm. Oh, really? Wow. It, yeah. Now, granted, I'm I'm tired all the time, so that that didn't change. Let's anything. just that, you know that could just be the fact that I was tired and not not. It was just not something that's for me, and that's fine. <clears throat> I just found it to be too slow moving. I, I basically got to the, the the robot town where I kind of had to start doing tasks for everyone. I'm just like, I just, I'm a cat. Why am I doing fetch quests for you assholes? Cats like, don't play fetch off. dogs, do. <laughs> exactly. I, I want to. So, I want to be a fucking nuisance like a, like and not said, listen the, to people. The, you know, the game's absolutely gorgeous, and I know <clears throat> one of my one of my friends, um, Zill. His kid is loving the game so much. He's got like twenty playthroughs under his belt. And he's currently just off world record pace for the speedrun. Wow. <laughs> like, all he's been doing since its release is just playing it. Like, he'll get 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes into the game and be like, I fucked one bit up, restart. How old is this kid? <laughs> he's like, what, 12, 13, Damn. 14? Damn. Early teens. That's commitment he's, to the He's team. loving it. Yeah. That's amazing. Me, not so much. <laughs> See, I put like two and a half hours in. Now, even though there is a trophy for finishing in two hours, that's not me. I haven't finished it. Like, I think I'm kind of in like the... Like, I think it's kind of broken into like four parts, essentially. And I'm kind of in the mm. second part a bit. So I'm probably just shy of halfway, if not a little bit less. Um, <clears throat> and it is one of those things. Like, yes, it's beautiful. Um, it is. It runs at the 4Ks. It runs at the 60s, uh, according to my lovely new TV, which I haven't talked about yet. Oh, so beautiful. Um, with a little game center. Nice to tell me the res and the uh, and the frame rate, which is beautiful. Uh, yeah, so it's running pretty smooth. I think there's a couple of moments where it drops a little bit, but it's not too gnarly. <clears throat> um, gameplay is, is tight. You are essentially a kitty cat, and that's kind of what you do. <clears throat> so the idea is you traverse the world doing kitty things and, and you, as, you, as you mentioned, doing fetch quests for these robots to try to understand this part of the world that, you, that you've entered. And it is one of those things where there's no map markers. There is no map. Um, it's just, hey, here's a direction and maybe over there, look for this thing. And, you know, so hence the first playthrough you, you get will be kind of slow as you start to learn the map or learn the city um, and what marks mean, mean what, etc. Pardon me. So, like, one of the first big missions that you have to do is collect four things and look for these particular signs. And, like, because it's a desolate sort of rundown slums, there are neon lights. So the neon lights are essentially your map marker. And you're like, hey, they're over there. It's over there. It's over there. How you get there is up to you and your kitty cat power, um, your prowess, which is kind of fun because it it takes away that... uh, It still gives you that direction without being aimless in, like, a... Dark Souls. No, sorry, uh, uh, Elden Ring. Dig it, Elden Ring. Um, but without having the completely Chad like Matt Marcus. Yeah, without without the hand hand holding of here's the path. Come on, come down the path. As like Horizon Forbidden West as an example. So <clears throat> I kind of like it for that reason. It allows <clears throat> me to go. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a environmental storytelling, which is which is pretty fantastic in this game so far. And it's also I'm going to travel how I want. Cause it's like it is a platformer. But without really being a platformer, it's kind of not quite there. 
<clears throat> because like you're not really having to do a lot of trickery it's just kind of reading the map and even the mechanics are pretty simple it's just hold x and you jump on off and up things in the whatever direction you want so it's not overly complicated in that sense it's just can you can you jump to this no all right i'll find another path <clears throat> but what i love is there are a couple little random uh cat-esque things in the world so there's an, an area early on where you kind of walk plank and there's a couple of paint tins and there's a you know like you press triangle you can knock these paint tins off like well as a cat i probably would want to knock those paint tins off <clears throat> and then like you find a couch it's like you want to claw this couch i'm like i do want to claw this couch <clears throat> and then you have to meet you have to find this person and when you get there you just scratch on the door to the answer the door it's awesome. It's like being a cat. If you ever wanted to be a cat, this is it. This is the answer. It's great. But yeah, so like I said, having not finished, so I've not seen it in its, in its <clears throat> fruition. I don't know whether the story pays off or anything at the moment. Um, it is, it feels really small. I mean, that not in a, in a bad way. Like it does feel really kind of locked in within the slums area. So it does feel like, it does very much feel like an Contained. independent game. It, was it, sorry? contained it does feel very contained like it's open world it's like that open world sort of experience um it does feel very indie but it's like a high quality indie and it's what annapurna have been doing um i certainly don't think it would have had the success like the the positive uh, uh outlook um if it wasn't part of ps plus extra and up in, in, in the same in, way in, like bug snacks in saying that it had like 60 plus thousand concurrent players on steam day one yeah and it's one and it's one of those things like people like cats like cats cats are a thing like so if you get a game about dogs and you know it's one of those things where you, if you have a, a button that just meows and then you can just meow at things and you get a trophy for meowing x amount of times that that pissed my wife off so much she's like what the fuck's that sound i'm like i have to push this button a hundred times to get a trophy and she's like are you fucking serious i'm like yeah and committed to the bit <laughs> <laughs> meow 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 <clears throat> that's pretty much what I did. I was like, meow. I was like, what I love is you can go, to, go up to the robots and you go, meow. And then their face changes. Like, oh, kitty. Like, even robots fucking love kitty cats. And it kind of makes me want to get a kitty cat. Because James wants a pet. And I don't think I, I, I don't think I can quite do a dog. Because that's, that's commitment and I'm lazy. But a kitty I could do. Fuck, I love, I love cats, man. Like my old cat Rufus was a little black cat. I loved him. I wish I, I, wish I could still have Rufus. But I can't. That's the worst. What? Cats are the worst. Cats are awesome. <laughs> Apart from the shitting that's in a tray part. They're pretty that's sweet. That's a dickhead. That's why they're awesome. <laughs> I might have to look in and get a kitty. Uh, well, what else have you been playing apart from Pussy Puck Off? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, I did spend a bit of time this weekend with my son playing uh, Multiverses. So thanks to the team over at Koosh uh, Media, ANZ or Cock Media, whatever the fuck how you actually pronounce it. Uh, thanks to Coach Media uh, ANZ, I was given a uh, access to the uh, the beta, um, but also with some extras as well. Uh, it's a solid, solid like Smash Bros clone. Like mm. it's really fun and really good. Like I hate Smash Brothers because I say hate hates a strong word, but like when there's like eight different p players on the screen, like even my ADHD kind of goes that's too many things at once uh but with this it's two on two uh it's cool branded characters that i care about like having not ha not having a lot of nintendo nostalgia i don't really give a shit about like 
You know, it's Mario, it's Luigi, it's some fuck from it's some fuck from Xenoblade. Hey, guess what? It's another fuck from Xenoblade. I don't care about any of them. I know it makes your little nerdy heart explode and your little your little weenie or hard, but uh, it does nothing for my weenie. But when when I can play a game where I get to be like, do you want to be Batman? Uh, do you want to punch fucking Ultra Instinct Shaggy? Yeah. Do you want to then have the Iron Giant come in and then, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and Bugs Bunny gets into him? Like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Hey, what about Jake from Adventure Time? <laughs> fuck yeah, this is t- slowly ticking more and more boxes. Just to, just, to uh, just quickly to to throw in a part of a news article here. Guess who else is coming? Oh, Rick and Morty, aren't Le- they? Fucking Rick and Morty and LeBron James. <laughs> I did saw the Rick and Boy. I didn't see LeBron James. Like obviously Space Jam, yeah. Yeah, Tits. that's gonna be cool. Do you want to punch LeBron James in the face as Batman? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> Fucking know I do. So yeah, so James and oh. I we were just we uh, I spent most of the time just dicking about in the tutorial or the lab as they called it. So we did the tutorial and then we did like the practice mode. So we could just like bus on each other for a little while and just sort of practice all the moves. And he was actually getting some like when my when a five year old can get some quality juggles going on, like you know it it plays intuitively enough that it's going to be a good a good time, which is fantastic. He's like up and and just like you know uh, bouncing the Iron Giant up and stuff. And there's I don't know, I I think I I do genuinely think the buy in for me is the fact that I like these characters. And it's the same reason, like, even though Nickelodeon All-Stars is cool, I'm like, yeah, Nicktoons. But the <sighs> Nickelodeon All-Stars is kind of ugly. At least from memory. But where mm. the art style in multiverses, it's really good. Like, it's cartoony, but it's not. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, Iron Giant runs at, like, a slower frame because he's a cartoon, which is amazing. He kind of runs at, like, half speed. Which is it's just nuts. It's very similar to how like that uh, in Miles Morales, like the Enter the Spider Verse sort of skin runs at that sort of slower frame. Similar aspect with Iron Giant. Like Batman plays awesome. Uh, yeah, have it get to be Shaggy is literally goes Super Saiyan is sick. Uh, so that that whole meme is now canon within the Shaggy verse. Uh, it no, it's a ton of fun, and I'm very excited to see where it when it comes uh like what what we're going to see moving forward in that yeah the warner brothers as an ip has hands on so many things so like we've got Arya stark in this as well which seems really weird but it makes sense steven universe is in there as we've mentioned uh the looney tunes there's a stack of tunes that can get in there which is awesome uh what else who else is in there yeah uh wonder woman batman wonder woman batman or your dc comics so there's a stack of heroes to pull from there's villains to pull from as well uh who else is in there steven universe as i mentioned uh, adventure time uh, Adventure Time alone has a, st- a bunch of characters that are that are that are that are potential. Uh, even Rick and Morty would be a laugh. Like I'm sure Pickle Rick will get in there, and people will piss themselves because everyone has bonus of Pickle Rick. Um, it has a really good frame, a really good skeleton. Like it, even though technically, yes, it is kind of a clone of of your Smash Brothers. But anyone that like your Brawl Howlers or your Nickelodeon All Stars or even your PlayStation All Stars. They are all mimicking that same style that Smash Brothers made famous. But at least in my experience, none of them really have grabbed me. 
except for this one. This one's kind of grabbed me. Now, whether it be the emotional connection of playing with my son, I do think that certainly plays a part. I'm not dumb enough to say, to go, oh, like I think that's part of it because he and I just had fun bus and shit and he was getting really into it. Um, it's probably part of it. Now you, uh, you so you, Max, <laughs> you, uh, you have, you're not playing, you have not been playing in the open beta, but you play, you played in the closed beta, yeah? Yeah, so I played it like, what, a month-ish ago? Um, I was luckily, lucky enough to get a, um, I signed up for the beta, I got a code through Warner Brothers Club thing, whatever the hell it's called. Mm. Um, I played it way back when, um, yeah. I, I think I, I mentioned on the show, I, I enjoyed it. The characters are really cool. Uh, it's probably the closest to Smash Brothers a clone can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did feel quite good. Um, it did feel... I think I mentioned at the time, it feels a little bit more floaty yeah, than that, what that Smash Bros do. Yeah. So similar to how I would refer to like Halo being more floaty than Call of Duty. Yes. All your jumps and stuff just seem a little bit higher. You seem to get a bit more hang time. Um, all that stuff. Um, the aerial combat in multiverses does seem to be prolonged as opposed to Smash Bros. Yeah. I think there's extra air dodges in multiverses. Yes. So you can, instead of yeah. one dodge and then you're locked out from everything in Smash Bros, I think you can do it like two, three times in multiverses. Because you can jump, so it's a little you can bit jump, more dodge, and then, then land your double jump and then dodge again and sort of, and then yeah. punch. And like you can, the time in the air can really sort of. It feels more forgiving when uh, attempting to get back onto the map once you've been knocked off, which is, you know, which is awesome. Um, but I, I must admit, I have not dove back into it since. Uh, we spoke the other night and we're like, you're like, hey, I got a code, let's play. And I'm like, yep, sounds good. And then I fell asleep when I put my And then we both just sort of in. wandered off, yeah. Because you're like, yeah, let's play multiverses. I'm like, yeah. I ended up watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You fell asleep. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to play multiverses, weren't we? Oops. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sometimes like that. Like when we got, we rolled credits on Outriders. What, oh, last we week. did roll credits on Outriders. So that was like, well, like, you you rolled credits. I had already rolled credits, but you rolled credits. Yeah. So last week, uh, Max and I just after literally after we recorded the show, I think you yeah. and I sat down and we went through and we uh, we we ran uh, the the second half of Outriders World Slayer together. Uh, we did a pretty good job. We, we didn't get too decimated. We were running it. World tier nine or ten? We we ended at ten. Yeah, we ended at ten, which is pretty sweet. Like we got into the final fight against the big the big boss woman, and we, fuck, she I, I, we had specced so poorly because we twenty minutes and we took like five seven percent of her health off, and we were just like laying constant fire into her. It was it's just like yeah, tw- like twenty minutes in, I'm like starting to fall asleep because nothing's happening. I'm just running around in circles, just spraying the boss, and just nothing's happening. So yeah, well, and then we're let's, like, let's, uh, let's do this. It's this tomorrow. <laughs> so we did you, and then when we booted up the next night, you were like, hey, I went and did this. I got some drop pods or whatever, and I tinkered with this and that, and this should fight. And sure enough, I think we did it in one go. We don't think we yeah, did, yeah, we didn't yeah, die we did again. We kind of did it in one go, and we saw the end of the story, which was fun. And then the end game stuff kicked in, and we tinkered in there for a little bit, and I'm like, man, let's go do something else now. But uh, yeah, final thoughts on World Slayer. It's fucking awesome. Like it's fucking awesome. Um, if you, as, as I said before, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll repeat it. If you love Outriders, then you will love World Slayer. Is everything that is great about Outriders, but more in that you have more tiers to work on. There's more loot. There's more enemies. There's more fun. 
Uh, it's more co-op. It's more end game. It's more better end game. It's not too long in that you'll see the completion, and it's and it because you're essentially running through a new set of world tiers, which is you know the apocalypse tier, the Pax tiers, the the accolade tiers. Like it, it kind of nicely rejuvenates you. Like so, if you had done what, what you, or at least what you felt everything the first, the base game had offered, pardon me, had offered, then you're jumping into this DLC and it opens all up again. Mm. Now, granted, you also get two extra skill trees yeah two extra skill trees which is awesome which even the run that you and i did i didn't max out that skill tree yeah no so I, I it, it's kind of incentivizing incentivizing me to go back and like well i want to see what the end of the skill tree looks like so mm. it's kind of within your interest to run it again or at least start continue running that uh that post credit stuff um but yeah no it's absolutely fantastic like you know, people people can fly have done a really really good job with outriders and i i do think one of the biggest disappointments uh, disappointments quote unquote about this game is, is how it was treated at launch uh in that you know with it being a game pass game and kind of having some networky issues and some, some minor problems like as a result uh it i don't think it was given probably the the fair the fairest assessment or at least everyone's like yeah i got a free with like some people were like hey i got a free so i'll check it out and then they gave it a red hot gold like hey and then i think some people will kind of then tarred it with that brush of ah, i got it for free so who cares um and especially with the dlc coming out what feels like so so long after the base game that i was like oh shit oh yeah the fucking dlc so i remember when i saw the email being like hey uh world slayers out this week i'm like oh shit it is too i should probably email someone because i just kind of forgot it just it felt like it was years mm. ago that we played outriders which technically it was but but yeah do you have anything you like to expand on on world slayer no i mean i've still been running that that end game stuff i'm literally i'm, I'm now in uh legendary hunting mode where i'm just trying to find the class set for the, for my class that i'm playing so i'm just i'm literally just running one boss over and over and over and over again um i think i'm sitting at apocalypse tier 15 now uh nice. i'm primarily playing the end game solo which is fine um yeah no it's still it's still fantastic um it yeah like to reiterate what you said if you if you love the base game this is this is definitely gonna be right up your alley um and uh, yeah it's just fantastic uh, I, I've actually have having to start using the the cover shooting base system. Yeah, because previously you just sort of ran around and truck. Yeah, yeah. So the build I have, I just I just drop a bunch of turrets that inflict every single status ailment, and uh, I heal off everything that I damage with a status ailment. So normally I can just run around in fucking circles as long as I'm hitting something, but now uh, things hit so hard that I sometimes can't out heal it fast enough. So I've got, to, I've got to use that cover. Yeah, and that was one of the great things I really enjoyed because you're like, hey, because uh, like I, I came in with my uh, pyromancer who just set fire to everything and just caused a lot of burn, ash, and explosion damage. And you're like, that's really impressive. Like, because I'm like, I do big hit, like one hit that kind of does a stack of damage where all mm. your turrets kind of chip away slowly at like mid tier damage plus the status effects. So like together we were actually a pretty like dominant force within the the, the world of Outslayer. Of Out, uh, yeah. Outslayer. But yeah go check that out i don't know how much it is but i really hope there's more dlc coming to outriders i don't think there is but um it ends in such a way that there's always more um mm. i think i don't think i don't think they've quite closed the door on that one uh, but there was another game that you have been playing max yeah two so um 
We got, I got a code for uh, Match Point Tennis Championships from uh, Kimmel. Yeah, we, so, that, we so, that, so that was from the dev team. So that came out, uh, that game came out about two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Yeah, two, three weeks ago. Um, I believe it was one of those day one releases on Games Pass as well. Um, so I've been oh, playing it on PS5. Because we got a code for that. Uh, it is your standard tennis game. So I've been playing... Cause you are, cause you go, Hey, I want to play this tennis game. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize you were a tennis guy and like, yeah, what so inspired I, I used, you to want to play this? Is it like the old I, Sega games? Was it AO? Like what was it? Yeah. So I used to play Topspin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm shit at them, but I kind of like all the sports games. Like, mm. I, I do like them. Um, so I'm like, Hey, tennis is fun. I'm going to play tennis. This one's got Nick Kyrgios in it. You know, he's, he's always good. Good lad. It, I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> what so, about, is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, one of those, so, is it arcadey? Is it simmy? And where are we sitting? It's 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 arcadey. Okay. So it's it's the same as pretty much every other tennis game. Each of the face buttons are mapped to like your top spin, your flat spin, your your lob, your slice. Each each set each different hit is is mapped to the mapped map to the face buttons, and then you've got your uh, you can hold down one of the triggers to alternate between like uh, lob and drop shot and uh, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you have to have really quick reaction time. So once you once you push the button to import, the longer you hold it down, the, the more powerful your shot. But there's a little, uh, essentially a little hit icon as to where the ball's going to land on the other side of the court. So you have to very quickly swivel your stick around to try and get it to where you want it to hit before the, the ball passes you by, essentially. And the game just feels So you have really... to plan your shot before you hit it? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. kind of cool. But the game feels really sluggish. Oh. You f- it feels like you move super slowly. Mm. Um, so there's times where I feel like I've had my button input down in time and my guy's just missed. Oh. Or he'll just stop running to, to try and hit the ball that's just way out of reach. Now, I've played a little bit of the, the, the championship mode where you make your antenna star and you play... And I played a little bit of just like the free play, uh, and it's it, it's the same it's the same thing. Like at its core, it's fine. Uh, it's it, like I said, it's like any other tennis game, but it does just feel like a little more sluggish as if you move. It's like uh, it felt like I was playing underwater. Interesting. Okay. To so I, everything just felt really heavy, really slow moving. I don't know whether uh, that's just me. Um, I've only played about two hours of it i haven't played much so it is still early thoughts i'll keep playing it from time to time i do love just those quick pick up and play because you can set it to um one set three sets and above mm-hmm. so you can kind of smash out a really quick game in, in, in five ten minutes um i've only been playing singles so far i haven't haven't dabbled in whether or not uh uh, doubles makes it a little bit it lightens the load a little bit so to speak because you don't have to move as far because you've got that extra player but as it stands now yeah i'm not i'm not super digging it um but yeah i will keep playing hopefully it um once i maybe it's just me and i need to adjust to it because i've been playing such fast-paced games in my downtime from playing this so this just feels slower in comparison and it kind of just escalated that or whether or not it is actually the case. That makes sense. That that does make mm. sense. So I similar to yourself, I do I, I myself uh, I'm not a big sports fan in general, 
but I do find myself sort of interested by some sports games like baseball. I love so MLB The Show is a must play for me every year. Um, I'm a huge fan. NHL or the hockey games are always an interest for me because like. I love the speed at which hockey is played, like in a game sense, and also the getting it all biff is a ton of fun as well. But uh, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I can completely uh, agree with you on that one. Like I I can feel with that. Like tennis, not my wheelhouse. So I did chuckle when you're like, "Hey, uh, how about that match point game?" I'm like, oh, "What?" But uh, you know, commitment to yourself. You you played it. You checked it out. You're and like, did you fucking sign up for a code for this? I'm like, yes, yeah, because like, key, I can log it. Like, we both have access to the same keymailer account. I log in and I'm like, oh, let's have a look at what the what the fuck did you <laughs> did you intentionally ask for match point? Like, yeah, I did. Like, All right, fair enough, mate. Good on you. There you go. Fucking play it. <laughs> there you go. Have fun. I'm I'm gonna be over here playing anything else. Um, and the other game, um is this guy is six um Sky- thanks to the Disgaea? team over at this guy this guy it's I have weeby so it's this guy yeah so thanks <laughs> thanks for, to the team over at uh, ben and emco um i have managed to get like 20 minutes of this gameplay because i have not played anything this week yeah um, you're like so oh man this guy sounds I, bad i'm in I'm like, super king because it's it's that it's that tactical grid-based combat from like similar to like fire emblem or final, final fantasy tactics I'm like this this is cool i want to check it out having um not played any of the previous titles i've dabbled in a few of them but i've never played any of them to fruition uh, this one doesn't carry on from any of the previous games. It does have cameos from Final characters, that way. I um I believe. So um you play as Zed, who is a zombie, and basically all you want to do is is kill the god of destruction, terrorizing your nether netherworld. And every time you die, you get reincarnated, and you're stronger, and you're in a different nether realm, and you want to kill that god of destruction, and you just keep cycling. So. Um, that kind of sounds the, mad. Why did I let... in the in the in the first tutorial battle? I'm doing like 10k damage. <laughs> I've like nine million health. Why? Okay. So apparently, yeah, one of the new really mad. apparently one of the new systems that they added into this game is an auto battle function. So you can kind of just be like I just hit start, and it'll just play the battle out for you. Do the best possible thing you can possibly do, um, which is kind of boring. Defeats the purpose of playing mm-hmm. a tactical tactical game. Um, but I haven't played past the tutorial yet. Uh, so that's that's my goal for this week is to jump further into that. Hopefully I'm not sleeping every bloody night because that's the only time I play games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've had... Uh, of the last week, I've, I've had my PlayStation on twice. Because I just... Yeah, I've just been snoozing. Need to reset every once in a while. Yeah, that makes sense. Because <laughs> in the same way, the couple of months ago, I, I took some time away from playing games in, in a heavy fashion and it was it wasn't until like i got a sort of got nicely just, reinvigorated just to see me when i take time off work i just i nap yeah you do like my wife will be like hey what's up and i'll be like <laughs> on the couch what well, does happen like because that you know when shit went down at the back end of last year and i lived with you for a couple of months you had christmas off and you know it was one of those things where i was like hey what's max do-? oh he's out <laughs> Like, I'm a little bit bored. I'm going to go, and, uh, like, you know, <laughs> Max has been living with his wife, annoying him for too long. I'm going to be the one to, oh, he's asleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but but uh, uh, my mom's coming down to visit soon, so she's going to stay for like a couple of weeks. So oh, shit. Games, games, we, we games, get, we games. Get some fucking sleep-ins and <laughs> I'm going to have a, 
I probably won't play any more games. I probably just want to hang out with mum. Yeah. <laughs> See her that other. Mama Cooper is. She's tons of fun. But I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get to fucking sleep in at least. So. She, she is good fun. She's good fun. All right. Is that, is that it? Is that I think that's, that's, that's everything we've been playing. Oh, so now well, actually, I'll just quickly throw in Marvel Snap. Oh, will you <laughs> stop fucking having a hard on for Marvel Snap, all right? Is the latest mobile game craze in my life. Created by Ben Brode, original Hearthstone team. That's fucking awesome. And yeah, that, that's it. That's great. <sighs> the, the, the best part of it is games last for like fucking two minutes. And that's it, done. You get six turns. Everyone plays at the same time. And it's done. It's great. It's so good. See, like, when I saw this on Twitter, also, hey, hey, Shane in the chat, you can lurk and meal prep all you want. Welcome to the show. We've only been talking, we've been doing, what, 36, 35 minutes, and we haven't even started the news yet. We've just been fuck-assing around. But, uh, uh, yeah, okay, because when you're like, oh, because the tweet that you posted today about Marvel Snap read like the most fucking advert tweet in my entire life. I'm like, has fucking Max's Twitter account been hacked by Marvel Snap? Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Although Marvel hit me up. <laughs> yeah, so like I was like chuckled to myself. I messaged you. I'm like, hey, uh, what the fuck is the deal with Marvel Snap? And you're like, oh, I just, I just want to be able to play against my friends. Like, give me a friends list and the ability to play them. See, like I'm not a big card game guy. Like I'm a rest. I'm a huge wrestling fan, and I tried to play like uh, WWE Supercard. Didn't land. Even, even when shit I care about. Marvel I enjoy. Is it being Marvel enough to get me across the line? I'm going to say no. But I'll try. Is it free? Yeah, of course it's free. Yeah, hey, I'm something more interested. You, you can spend money, oh. but it's it's free. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I have to, maybe I'll have to think about it. All right, come on. Let's start. All right, let's, let's get in let's, the section. Let's talk about my fucking dick sword. Yeah, let's get in section called Informer Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. All right, let's start off with the Discord dismay. So about a year ago, mm. Sony announced that it had purchased a minority stake in Discord, and they were working towards a full integration of the app on PlayStation 5 and PS4 in 2022. They did. In the past 12 months, all we have to show for it is we can now show what game we're playing on PlayStation in our Discord profile. Which only calls me out. You know how, you know, which, you know, which means all we see on Discord is Ryan playing fucking Hello Neighbor 2 every day. Hello Neighbor <laughs> 1, by the way. Hello Neighbor the, 1. My, look, my son reminds me, Neuron, every time I speak to him, Hello Neighbor 2's out in December, Dad, are we getting it? I'm like, <laughs> he's like, my birthday's in December. I know it is, mate. Every time. So Hello Neighbor 2... Nah, Hello Neighbor though. It's made the fuck out of that game. But yes, my all my Discord says because it was like in the middle of the day on a Tuesday. I think it was you. Like, are yeah. you, why are you playing Hello Neighbor at fucking one in the afternoon on Tuesday? I'm like, it's school holidays. My kids playing it. Earlier this week, however, Microsoft has beaten Sony to the punch. Microsoft revealed that it's bringing Discord voice calls uh, to the Xbox. No, users. you've written here. Microsoft has revealed that he's bringing Dick Sword voice calls. To the Xbox series. Way, way cooler. Yeah. To the Xbox Series and the Xbox One. However, this is far from perfect as you need a smartphone to get everything set up and then transfer the call to the console itself. However, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan said that we would see the fruits of this collaboration with Discord starting in early 2022. It's now late July and uh, we're kind of still waiting. The fuck? Give me my Discord chats. 
Well, because one of those things, party chats are fine, not awesome, but Discord's better. And it would actually make me use Discord, because, like, I have it. I'm in, like, 16 channels or whatever, and I put them all oh, on mute. Only 16? That is fucking adorable. Yeah. I think I'm in 16 just for, like, LFG groups. <laughs> for, for random online games. No, nah, no, nah, I, I, nah, I don't have time for our fucking Discord. The only re it's, actually, the only uh, Discord so that I'm in is this one, and there's one for, like content creators with coach and that's about it like, other than buddy, that kind of buddy puts in the in the chat uh you still need a mobile it's so dumb defeats the purpose yeah but they got that idea from nintendo and they're like they're like how do we do this and they're like we've got you bros yeah use a smartphone <laughs> yeah hopefully that shit is not how we have to do it on playstation when we if we eventually get it no nah, it needs to be integrated like party chat's cool and all but like give me some fucking see mate wait so hang on Hang on, hang on, hang on. So this Discord integration with Xbox, is that using the phone? Yeah, but you can, once you set it up on the phone, you can transfer the call to the console itself. Ah, so you've got maybe to start this is the, the thing. Call. So they're like, hey, Xbox, yep. have it, but you have to do this fuck around. PlayStation, it's built in natively. Maybe that, that'll be the, the little tick. Mm. Who knows? But uh, look, if you're if you are having problems with your with your PlayStation or your Discord integration or whatever, don't don't fucking go to Twitter. All right, don't be <laughs> adding Ask PlayStation because historically the at Ask PlayStation account has been a pretty good place to get support with various pu uh, platform issues, with a representative usually responding promptly when qu uh, queried for help. Uh, beginning from the first of August this year, uh, however, the service will be abandoned with the company directing you towards a support website instead, which sucks. It also also has various self-help resources and tutorial videos quote starting the first august uh one-to-one -one playstation support via twitter will no longer be available a statement said no reason has been given for the change although it's probably safe to assume this may this was a pretty resource intense practice now that is the greater at ask playstation there is still ask p-s-a-u-n-z i believe which is the australian equivalent um that one's still going and it's still pretty active i don't believe that's getting the can but I'm pretty sure it's the same team that mm. run the socials here in Australia for a PlayStation AU, and they're pretty good. So I, I don't see that dying in the butt. But Max, in the time that you've had your PlayStation and or Twitter, have you have you asked PlayStation? No. Maybe. I have had no issues with my PS5. Well, I, I, I've had issues, but I don't, I'm not going to go to fucking Twitter and be like, hey. My PlayStation is on fire. Please help. <laughs> 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 like as the owner of a ps5 that did overheat and whatever i just fixed it or went that's a bit fucked and took it back to the store like in a world where you can just google everything or you can just search everything why would you go to twitter where imagine you can if you google went to it yourself no, no, no. imagine if you went to twitter and asked playstation send you a let me google that for you link <laughs> just like look i i look, for me I appreciate the idea, but it's that I, it's like that idea of, uh, mm. people, someone just, uh, right, look as an ambassador for the man shake hashtag literally sponsored, uh, in the man shakers group, there are people that go in there and just go, huh? And just ask a question that if you search the man shakers group, you would have got an answer. It would have been there. We don't need a third. We don't need oh, someone else being like, I am on the man shakes. Why can't I poo? <laughs> like we get it all right man shake it, 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 just, it, it, just switch to coffee bros like <laughs> just, just 
Put some fucking Metamucil or Benefiber in that shit. That's all. Not in in your shit, in your shake. That's all you got to do. But like, if you just Googled man shake blocked asshole, you would find like 30 fucking posts. Really, really weird pictures of Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you're just like, oh, do I need to only use 300 mils of water? You could just search within there and you would find it. But people were just like, ah, rather than like putting remote effort in into finding the answer themselves. Like no one wants to fucking dig and put work in when it comes to like getting answers. So I understand, ask possession like, I don't know, fucking find out yourself or go to the website with all the answers. Because I imagine almost near on every tweet, every response from Ask PlayStation was like, here's a link to the support website. So why not just send them to the fucking website? Makes sense to me. This next this next segment I have titled Ryan spends all of his money. Oh fuck! What more than usual? <laughs> so Sony has entered a partnership with toy making company Spin Master. Oh, I'm aware. I'm aware and- of Spin Masters because every fucking YouTube channel my son watches, they're all brought to you by Spin Masters because they're just giant fucking adverts. What do they got working on? Which is promising a range of PlayStation-based merchandise. Mm-hmm. Popular properties like God of War, Uncharted, Last of Us, and Horizon are all being targeted, with action figures, collectibles, playsets, plushies, and puzzles, and more in the pipeline. Ah! Finmaster has been around since the 1990s, and these days it primarily deals with making toys based on children's TV shows, like fucking Paw Patrol and Bakugan. Yeah! My, my son it's loves been- them things. It's fair to say that the Canadian-based company is looking to expand its portfolio. Quote, We are committed to creating the highest quality gameplay experiences for our community of global fans and finding new ways to bring our most beloved characters to new audiences. Working along with Spin Master, we are excited to continue our reach in presenting our gaming IP through authentic and innovative toys and games to our passionate PlayStation community around the world, says Sony's Grace Chen. We're going to get some fucking God of War plushies. We're going to get some foam. Uh, Give me a big God of fucking War foam Leviathan axe. Give me a big <clears throat> foam Mjolnir. Like, that'd be amazing. You're like, I'm totally in. Just give me a big fucking foam uh, Mimir's head. That would be sick. Um, no, it's like, you know that like singing bass? Yeah, <laughs> just get get Mimir's head. head. That'd be sick. Okay, <laughs> so just right. says random quotes as you walk past there, him. There, there is some good and bad here. Um, this is amazing. One of the great, one of the things that I think PlayStation is genuinely lacking is its is its um, merchandising. In that it has these wonderful brands, right, and diehard fans like myself that will pick that shit up. Like behind me, you can't see all this set, right? But because it's PlayStation branded, I've bought it. I have tubs. Tubs are ducks. They are rubber ducks that are branded. I have a Kratos one, I have an Atreus one, I have The Last of Us, I have Solid Snake. You know why? Because they're PlayStation. That's why I bought them. I've got fucking a bunch of nonsense back here. But the point that has me worried, right, is Spin Masters doesn't quite make the quality of, say, this Kratos figure, right? So this is NECA. NECA are, are a massive and a big brand in, in the action figure manufacturing industry and they make really well done well done and articulate well articulated figures so if you are a a, a collector or a connoisseur of action figures like i am not but i just buy ones i like then you want ones that are well articulated that you can make do cool poses like that like that kratos looking all fucking sick yelling at stuff you know and that's that's the ones that i would want but spin masters they are your more entry-level budget tier sort of productions like uh 
Oh yeah. See, even that, even that, fuck like that. partner with Lego and partner give me with more Lego shit more. Like fuck. Like do that shit. But then again, having played uh, Astrobot's uh, Playroom, right, the one that came, one that came with the PS Five. <laughs> Uh, one of the greatest things in that game is at the end, uh, and you, st- you can use all the coins you've gained in the little gotcha machine to unlock cool little uh, statues, right? I want that. Give me them. If you're just like, look, here's a range of Astrobots dressed as fucking Kratos and Nathan Drake and, you know, even games I don't really care about as much. Like, here's Gravity Rush. Here's fucking Order 1886, you know, as a plush. I'm like, I want to see all of those things. It's like, or just little little uh, uh diorama figures and you buy 10 of them and they make a big a bigger diorama I'm, I'm fucking in i would buy all of them disgustingly so and i hope that this is a step in that direction because even then from a from a merchandising standpoint playstation has the playstation store i believe it's uk and america only so you can buy really cool shirts and cups and mugs and all this other nonsense but it doesn't ship worldwide and like, I am so shameless that I have their branding literally tattooed on my arm. So who, what, what makes you think that I wouldn't buy a mug? I have on my desk at work, there is a PlayStation branded mug. There is a PlayStation branded glass. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you, if you were to like, here's a bunch of shirts. You know, once I, I understand that wearing a shirt with the logos on it and then it tattooed on my arm is a bit overkill. I don't care. I'll do it anyway. But uh, yeah, if you just start releasing even sh- uh, game-specific gear, game-specific toys, I'm going to buy them personally. And I know that there are more and more people out there that would because it's cool. I want them. Now, Max, as someone that like, I know, you, like, you collect the vinyls, the pop vinyls, which I'm not something that I'm a big fan of. Look, there you go. Point proven. I fucking hate pop vinyls. Guess what I did? You know why? Because PlayStation. Good camera freeze. Oh, look at that branding. That's that that. I'm not going to change. I'm going to let it sit. I'm going to let it sit on that camera freeze for a minute, just to like, I don't know. Okay, I'll turn it off. All right, there we go. Max, do you care? Do you care enough? Does this entice your front area? Not at all. Why? Um. <clears throat> I have a very select things that I would like to collect and I don't think any of the PlayStation IP ones would do it for me. Not okay. to say that like I don't think I would even pick up like a Bloodborne one if they if they released that. Oh, actually hang on. Speaking of that <clears throat> Tatakus. They nothing happened with them. I have like fifteen of the fuckers. Why? PlayStation. So you seriously, uh, like, even though you like have a love for like that, you still wouldn't buy that. No, I don't think so. So what is it that you collect currently? Obviously, you love Lego, and then you enjoyed for you enjoyed oh, I've Horizon. Got, I've got I've got Lego. So I've got my my Marvel and Star Wars Lego heads. Yes. I have the the Lego Horizon set, which you just which I just flashed on screen before, yep. and I have some very unique. Well, they're not very unique, but I have, I have one, two, three, four, five pop vinyls sitting in front of me. Three, four of them are from the same anime. Two of which are literally the same character, just in a different pose. 
One's a one's a dino, one's, one is a dinosaur from Jurassic Park, which is my wife's because she's Jurassic Park nerd. And one's from another anime. Like I, I just I I normally don't collect them. These were all bought because they're on sale and super cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm like they're cool. <clears throat> um, and ideally, once I move house, they will be displayed similar to yourself behind. So when when I when I record, there'll be cool shit in the background as opposed to some fucking butt ugly curtains in the background and a fan but um you know i don't really collect that kind of stuff that's not that's not me but look if i look behind me it's insane that i have fucking four harry potter ones so like you know yeah it's one of those weird things i like like too much I'm, I'm just a weird nerd to my right like because like it, it's one of those things like nerds have disposable income well, we really don't, but we waste our money on shit we should. Oh, yeah. Like I said, looking to my right on the table, on once again, on my handmade table uh, by Tag Mods with the PlayStation logos fucking built into the thing, there is a, to my right, there is a replica scaled AEW wrestling ring full of AEW action figures. Why? Because I fucking love AEW as a brand. In it, and, then, and then behind me, I have, uh, let's have a look. I said I have at least like six different god of war specific things in my lounge room i have the god of war 2018 remaster poster framed with two statues next to it i've got last of us like shit everywhere i've got horizon shit everywhere like i have my old playstation shit everywhere like it's just one of those things like i baffles me baffles me that like it's taken this long for them to even consider this but uh, Buddy in the chat jumps in. They go, I also hate pop vinyls, but I own two. Joel and Willie. I don't know who Willie is. Oh, no, sorry, Ellie. No, no they did correct that. Because um, I have two pop vinyls. Joel from The Last of Us and Groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons. Second one, not so relevant, but I understand the I understand the appeal. Uh, you know, make, make way for Willie. <laughs> I don't think that's a pop vinyl. I think that's a different kind of pop <laughs> Speaking of The Last of Us, though, uh, the the as the title of the episode suggests, and uh, the pretty much the big news piece for the week. After the uh, there has been massive leaks this week, Max, and this is the this is the interesting thing. Hence the way the episode's titled. It's brand new gameplay leaks of a game that you've already seen two times before so it's not really a leak because as you've already seen it it's like it's kind of this weird line of like is it spoilers is it isn't is it really a leak that we should be hyped or sad or worried about like how do we sit with it but yeah after this this the leaks early this week sony and naughty dog have published a 10 minute deep dive into the development of the ps5 remake the video covers the project extensively sharing many comparison shots between the ps4 pro and the ps5 versions Along with gameplay, some of the top-level features included, included in the PS5 remake are a permadeath mode, which looks sick, a dedicated mode for speedrunning, which I'm sure gets you all excited, many new unlockable costumes for both Joel and Nelly, uh, all earned through game, it appears to be not, uh, not purchasable, at, at least in the video, uh, and more than 60 accessibility options, as they mentioned, The Last of Us Part Two, an award-winning accessibility-supported um, game. Uh, one of the biggest being audio descriptions. And we're talking about, as in, you know, Ali enters the room. She looks over at Joel. Joel is lying on the thing. He's doing this and the other, which is tops. And there is also a model viewer. Huh. Which that model viewer could make some really cool little fucking statue spin masters. Just saying. 
In the video, Neil Druckmann <clears throat> says, quote, more than two years ago when we were finishing The Last of Us Part 2 and we were working on those flashback scenes for the first game, we got excited with the idea of the Omen. What if we made The Last of Us Part 1 to look as good, if not better, than what we've done with The Last of Us Part 2? We felt like if we do that, we could actually come even closer to our original vision of what the first game would have been had we, had the, had we not been constrained by technology. Master of the Deep Dive focuses on gameplay chains, including a feature called motion matching, PS5 DualSense control support with haptic feedback and adaptive triggers implemented, and the workbench animations taken from The Last of Us Part 2. Max, how do you feel about this? Like I said this last time, <clears throat> I just don't care. I've played this game twice. They've sold it to me twice already. It's going to be the third time. This is version 3. And I just don't think that having adaptive triggers and small animation changes is going to make that much of a difference for me. Mm -hmm. The game looked fantastic when it came out. It looked even better when they remastered it for PS4. And I just, I don't think this is enough to bring me back to play it again for the third time on PS5. <clears throat> Interesting. It makes sense. Like, you, I, I think you're your stance is very similar to the i guess the majority of the consensus i'd imagine but there there are some that are super positive and some if, that are real negative i mean lines. if you've never played this game before please play this version yeah like don't play the others but See, if you've like I, like i said i've already experienced it twice i don't think this is going to make me love it any more than i already do yeah so it's it's also not launching with the old multiplayer mode it's just the single player game so you're not going to get to play factions again as buddy in the chat says give us factions you cowards yeah like and yeah it's just it's weird like you know we were we're still waiting for the for the the, the multiplayer version of last of us part two which we now know is a standalone game where they're going to give us more information next year but like instead of making the first game for a third time maybe like work on some fucking new shit maybe they are <laughs> you know what Apparently i mean like it's and like it's a very cynical way to look at it but like you've sold me this game twice already and now you're going to sell it to me again at full price see this is the thing so i look at this and like i get that they're redeveloping it i get that that costs money but it's also like i've already bought it twice yeah i don't think i'm going to do it again for me, there's a couple of things. Um, it's very similar to how I... I forget what other game I talked about this mm. way from a remake perspective. Oh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, right? The, the Resident Evil 4 Remake has a bunch of, of archaic controlling in it. Control, mm. like input. How you, ha how you handle the game, it's control mechanics, fucked. Especially by now standards. You look over at The Last of Us, even the PS4 Remaster... Mm controls like trash there's a bunch of really old school ps3 level control uh, thingies in it that are just gone and we're two generations from that now and i, I and i truly believe that the last of us is one of the seminal if not one of the most important games ever to be released by playstation so to have it receive this extra love isn't entirely a bad thing and it's one of those things if it's not preventing them from doing other work and playstation are happy to finance it and by the sounds of it at least by like neil Druckmann and the team they genuinely wanted to do it 
then who, then who the fuck are we to say, hey, this is not a great use mm. of your creative output? <clears throat> In terms of, was it was it a, a, a needed decision? No. But when I looked at that footage, and it's a very similar to when we think about games that we played back in the day. And when, like example, like Crash Bandicoot or Spyro, and you see it upscaled, remastered, and you go, "Man, how it looks now is how I remember it looking, even yeah. though it looked like trash." And same goes here, because like what I'm seeing in the, in this footage that they showed in this 10 minute video, to me is I'm seeing like lighting, like it's lighting, it's details, all these little things that just make the world so much better it's everything that i i having played a horizon again recently going oh i love this to then go to forbidden west and be like oh my god this world is just amazing in the same way that it like what they're doing is they're they're the core the core that is the last of us which is the joel and ellie story is still fundamentally brilliant and it will be and that won't change they're not fucking with that they're not like going in and giving an alternate ending or anything like that. They're still giving you the exact same game that you'd want that you did from the story perspective that you'd love. But I guess maybe not quite like George Lucas who went and fucked with Star Wars and added like a bunch of shit in there, in here and there. Like it's not changing everything in such a dynamic way that, you know, suddenly, uh, you know, Tess isn't Tess. Her name's Trev now and they've replaced it with a different character. Like it's still the game, it's base game. It's just pretty, it's more in line with a sequel, which is, you know, especially with the TV series around the corner. To me, this seems like a great idea. Now, admittedly, Part of my positive spin on it is from my beautiful first, my beautiful first world uh, 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 ex- access supported place where I can go. Hey, PlayStation, can you please send me a code? And they go, Yeah, sure, no worries. Like, I'm very aware that my privilege plays a role here. If I if I had to pay 125 bucks for this, I'd be like, Get the fuck out of here. But if it's taking the price out of it and just looking at it objectively as a creative piece, I'm I'm fucking in. Uh, because yeah, if you because there's things that even need you to see like what makes what I think what made Horizon Forbidden West so much better, what made The Last of Us Part Two better, is there's those little nuances. It's facial capture. It's it's those emotions that come in those minor nuances that that get delivered and. Because of the tech restrictions of the of the PS3, um, there some of those things just weren't there. So now we're going to see the story told even better because they're going to be using the 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 similar facial capture features, the similar movement. Like clickers are going to act more naturally. You know, they talked about how enemies will be able to seek around corners. Their AI will actually be increased in a way that rather than just being like, "Well, they're not standing directly in front of me." can't see them yeah and the same they talk about how uh your companions will have increased ai so they actually won't just be hiding around a corner and the guards looking directly at them but because the both ais are fucking stupid they don't realize they're looking at each other directly so those little things that just make the world bigger better more dynamic more more real it's just those things that is what gets me excited and yeah i'm personally totally in but in terms of this uproar about these leaks coming out, I'm with you. It's the same game. Why are we caring? It's just, it's just better. It's just prettier. Like, it's not going to revolution. Like, it's not going to be like, hey, suddenly we've changed everything. It's just this is what it looks like. I'm like, okay, cool. But there, are, there does seem to be some that are up in arms about this, and some that aren't. But 
you know, anyway, some in the chat, Shane, Magic Cast, uh, jumps in and goes, my first thought was, well, this is for the people who will watch the show and then want to play the game. But I find it, find it, to, find it hard to believe that a mainstream viewer is going to watch it and then want to rush out to spend hundreds on a PS5 and then this game. Well, that is very true. However, the data suggests otherwise in that the sales for The Witcher fucking skyrocketed with the release of the show. Yeah, but you can play The Witcher on anything and you still can't buy a fucking PS5 when you want to. Uh, you can. Not off the shelf, but like pre-orders are like much more frequent now. <laughs> uh, well, Ryan... But also, Buddy in the chat, Johnson goes, they're making it na- making it to nail using the PS5 and getting <clears> the most <throat> out of it. Benefits will be seen in the next game like we saw with The Last of Us Remastered into Uncharted 4 and Last of Us Part 2 bingo what they use here is what is allows us to see what they'll be doing in the next game in the same way that like old rockstar back in the day what you saw in manhunt and bully and midnight club and ping pong and or table tennis whatever the hell it was like though you can look at those things go oh, okay these are the things they're going to be implementing in the next grand theft auto game and sure enough but next grand theft auto game comes out and it takes all the advantages of those other games before them which is I don't know, a big win. My only question is now I'm 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 being naive here. And, uh, is there a PS5 upscale whatever next gen port of The Last of Us Part Two? Like a native mm-hmm. PS5 version of Last of Us Part Two? No. Because if there's The Last of Us Part One is only available on the PS5, why is there not a next gen upgrade to PS to The Last of Us Part Two? So that there can be both be kissing on ps5 but buddy brought up a really good point and if they want to sell that instead of of just internal all the all power to the market will decide bang on they're like this is the creative endeavor that we wanted to make is it going to sell i don't know but it's the creative endeavor that we wanted right you know and that should be more rewarding like one of the biggest things we talk about right is how like these big publishers, whether it be Activision, uh, fucking EA, whatever, they make games solely for the business of it. They're like, oh, we just know this will make money. And what does everyone say? This is carbon copy bullshit that fucking sucks. It is void of creative creative endeavor, creative integrity, whatever, whatever. There, no one fucking asked for this. This is the team going, at least by the, by the sounds of it, we wanted to do it, so we did it. And PlayStation are in a spot where they go, yeah, Naughty Dog and the team, they're okay, yeah, that's, we trust them, let's do it. Like that, that is something that the games industry is lacking in general, especially within the big space. So having something that's pu- like that's at least mostly motivated by a creative endeavor rather than purely financial and benefit, can't pull on that. Mm. Well, speaking of purely financial, everything <laughs> is getting delayed over at Ubisoft. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft has delayed the release of the next Assassin's Creed game, according to Bloomberg reports. The title, internally known as Assassin's Creed Rift, was apparently going to launch in February of 2023. That has now been moved to May to June 2023. In other words, it is missing out on the fiscal year. Assassin's Creed Rift started its life as a Valhalla expansion, but was transformed into a standalone project. According to Bloomberg, Rift is, quote, far behind schedule, which doesn't paint a great picture given that Valhalla was a bit of a mess when it first launched back in 2020. Following from the Assassin's Creed delays, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora has also been delayed. Uh, It will mean 
it means that it will miss its tie-in with Avatar Way of the Water movie coming out later this year. The game was originally slated to launch at the end of this year, but the big pushback means it could now release as late as April of 2024 in accordance with the next fiscal year. In a statement, it is explained that extra development time is needed due to, quote, ongoing constraints on productions across the industry. However, Ubisoft sees the game as a start of a, quote, major multi-year opportunity as it will take full advantage of next-gen technology. So the publisher can simply line up the PS5 title with one of the many other Avatar movies that are coming out for the next 30 years. Who cares? But like, it's just one of those things, like, both of those games I have no, I have no remote interest in. Hey, the Assassin's Creed delayed. Okay, I'll just play the 15 they put on PS Plus Extra this week. Woo! Who fucking cares? Like, Avatar wasn't relevant six months after the movie came out. The game most certainly isn't relevant. Uh, the fact that they're finally releasing the sequel now, joke's on them. Movie's still not relevant. No one fucking cares. Uh, I say that. That's a very big hyperbolic statement. Most people don't totally, care. Totally one of the fucking highest gross, grossing movies no, ever. No, 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 no. That movie is, not, is the, yes, is one of the highest grossing movies ever to be released. Not based on the quality of the movie, based solely on the gimmick of 3D, which, do we still have 3D movies? Fucking no. So it's not, it's not, it's not just a bad movie. It's a bad gimmick movie. Avatar fucking sucks. <laughs> fucking sucks. As Buddy says in the chat, give us more division. Where's my division heartlands? Where's my fucking, uh, that's what I want. I don't want to, I don't give a fine fuck about Avatar, right? Where's, give me more where's division. my Prince of Persia? Where's my Prince of Persia? And then Shane over there, me, me over here actually caring about Avatar. All right, I retract my statement. Everyone hates fucking Avatar except for Shane. Shane should get his Avatar because Shane's awesome. I want them to enjoy the movie that they want to see. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was so good it fucking sank. <laughs> uh, Titanic is a good movie though. Yeah, Titanic's all right. It's long, but comparatively not very long. Quick bits, Max. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy Special Editions may have leaked providing 72 hours early access. There's been tons of little video f drops of uh, Hogwarts Legacy over this I'm week. I'm so keen for that game. I want to play so it so worried bad. That I'm so worried that it's not coming out this year. Oh, man. So, like, the problem that I have is so, uh, you know, Grant, we've discussed, like, you know, we have problems with the rallying and her attitudes and her beliefs, but, like, Harry Potter's still fucking sweet. And, like, uh, Coles are doing the little Harry Potter Madoovies and James is getting really excited about it. It's getting me excited about Harry Potter again. Oh, dude, I, I got some this week and I'm like, I fucking opened them like, fuck yeah, I got Hermione. And then I realized that it said fucking George on it. It was one of the Weasley twins. I'm like, God damn it, it looks exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we ha so uh, we have everyone but one of them. We're missing uh, you, uh, the Yule Ball Ron. It's one of the special editions, I guess. Uh, okay. So if you if you pick it up, Max, I'll, we, uh, there's, we have doubles up the wazoo. I like, I never shop at Coles. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I never get thought, them. Thought you, I, thought I got like a fucking shitload of those Safeway fix bits or whatever the fuck. I'll trade you. Because it's all Disney shit, and James loves that shit. I'll trade you. Yeah. <sighs> but late, uh, Lady Demetresque gameplay has been shown for the new in the new Resident Evil Village trailer for the new DLCs. Uh, the Paul says he mode. wants all those things. All right, looks like we're gonna have to have, have a deal with Paul. <clears throat> uh, infamous Second Son Cole McGrath DLC is now free. Talked about this a little while ago, but it's now available. Destiny will have its next big showcase on the 23rd of August, right before the launch of its new season. Max, what does it look like it's going to be? 
I don't know. They they did like a fucking ten second teaser. Oh. Uh, Saints Row <laughs> has gone gold a month ahead of its release, and a bunch of preview stuff went up this week, and it looks awesome. It looks like all the what you'd love about Saints Row, but now gets my nips hard. Uh, and finally, No Man's Sky Endurance update is now live. Yeah, so another fucking huge free update for No Man's Sky. Man, No Man's Sky is <laughs> just getting all the treatment. Uh, upcoming releases this week we have Digimon Survive PS4 July 29th RimWorld Console Edition PS4 PS5 July 29th and Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town coming to PlayStation 4 July 29th yeah it is Story of Season Pioneers of the Olive Town that PS5 version (laughs) that is the game you need to play this week ladies and gentlemen because everyone knows how much I love Story of Seasons and Harvest Moon and Farming Games. Uh, that is the game you need to play. You may have been sad about the news. Oh man, no Avatar until whatever. That's fine. Play Story of Seasons. Don't, as Buddy in the chat says, don't play RimWorld. That sounds like a porno. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Play that game because it sounds like a porno. Then go, oh my God, that was the worst thing I ever played. I need to like wash my eyes out in something sweet, fun, beautiful, and really good to play. Story of Seasons totally play it that is my recommended game for the week that is the game i'll be playing next week story of seasons he says that like there's another game coming out this week (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like there's other choices i don't know maybe i'll get on that digimon grind yeah is digimon still relevant no i don't guess so no, it's the children who are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of still relevant, I don't think we are. So let's wrap this show up, Max. Send us home. Uh, well, everybody, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join, take. <clears throat> if you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can check out our socials: Discord, Instagram, and Twitter, because our Facebook is still fucked. Check them out. The links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can by telling your friends, telling your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are watching us on YouTube, uh, on podcast service, sure, give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support the show financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise store, pocultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I am Ryan Betson. I am Max Cooper. And that was for the players. You can really tell where all the three beers I've drank kind of kicked in, eh? Like just towards the back end, I got real fucking enthusiastic and energetic and a little bit ranty. And I was like, look, Ma- look, Max, I have to record another show after this. I don't have time to get ranty. Then I proceed to get ranty. I can only blame myself. <laughs>